Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Talking Walls podcast. Today, we've got the final word uh, for Chorley Nil Walls 1. Walls advance into the fifth round of the FA Cup. We'll be taking on uh, Southampton after their victory against Arsenal. But on today's final word, I'm alongside a number of guests where we talk about that game against Chorley. We'll talk about the signing of Willian Jose as well. Uh, a number of the fans today aren't too happy with that performance, so we will be talking about that a little bit more. Talking about Patrick Atrone, where does his future lie? and even João Martinho after a few question marks are put over his recent performances. Hopefully you guys do enjoy it today. If you did, be sure to leave us a review and uh, yeah, you can catch the final word live uh, on YouTube. You keep an eye out on our social medias for when we go live and uh, if you want to watch the video of it, it will be available on our YouTube channel now. But until then, hopefully you guys enjoy today's episode. Well, our first guest today, we're going to jump straight into it, is uh, Mr. Tom Parker. Tom, good evening. How are you, mate? Yeah, not too bad. How are you? This little uh, yeah. lockdown is still going. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, a bit of a weird one. A Saturday without a game. Been able. It's been twenty four hours. Yeah. Able to chill out a little bit. But we're through to the fifth round of the FA Cup. A win against Chorley, which you'd probably expect. But uh, what did you think of last night's performance? Um, well, it wasn't. It wasn't the best result. Uh, well, not the best. Uh, wasn't the best performance. Um, oh, we're back at it again. Straight away. Mm-hmm. Oh, straight away. Go I'm gonna get a reputation. I'm gonna get a reputation going. Um yeah, no, to be fair, in all it was a it wasn't the best performance, but I said I said before the game, I was like, look, as long as we win, realistically I'm not too fussed. Um mm-hmm. I think the, the most important thing for me was just a clean sheet, get a win. I was actually quite happy to see five at the back, to be honest. I know that quite a few fans probably disagree with me because it was Chorley, but um I think just going back to what we know, uh, we definitely looked a lot better defensively. Um, if we'd have played like that with the back four, I think we probably would have lost, to be honest. Mm. Because the amount of crosses they were getting in, um, and we were sort of just eating them up, really. They didn't really trouble us, to be honest. For as bad as people say we were going forward defensively, I thought we were sound. I thought Kilman and uh, Bolly and Cody were quite good. Bolly was really impressive, actually. Yeah. I thought he was, uh, he was unbeatable. So, yeah, not yeah. too bad. I, th- I think there were two ways to look at it yesterday. Um, you know, we we were very slow, but we've come out of it with a clean sheet and zero injuries. It looks yeah. like anyway, and we're through to the next round. But I can sort of see it. You know, we've been struggling recently. Fans are wanting results and comfortable results at that. And I think yesterday was a possibly a good opportunity for us to gain a bit of confidence, uh, get the fans back on side, score some goals, and it just wasn't wasn't the case. Do you think? Well, well we just didn't attack, did we? Much. It, no. it was trying. I can't remember other than the goal. We didn't threaten Chorley at all. Well, I tweeted out um, during the game. I was like, I, I remember why we ditched the back five now. Yeah, because there was just no. There's such a big disconnect between the midfield and the forward line, and I think that. Whilst I was I was excited to see Fabio Silva and Catrone up top, I think they were just too similar as strikers. They were both running off the ball rather than having one dropping off and one playing off the one playing off the ball and one getting in behind. Yeah, um, <clears throat> they were both trying to get in behind. But the problem is then when Vitinha gets the ball and turns, you've got two strikers trying to get in behind, and there's no. You've got about four, three or four Chorley players around Vitinha, and he's not yeah. really got anywhere to go. I thought the wing backs were pretty average to be honest. Eight Nori was a little bit he gave he was a little bit uh 50-50. He gave the ball away quite a few times. Keanu Hoover was sort of the same. Um John Ruddy though, I have to say, really good game. This definitely yep. is a sort of game for John Ruddy. Um 
collected the ball every time across Kate, well, uh, whenever he needed to. Superb save from the header as well, because uh, we knew set pieces were going to be an issue. So, yeah, I think for last night, he was the perfect goalkeeper to have, really. I, I wouldn't have been convinced with Rui playing that game, to be honest, because he just doesn't come out. He's not commanding enough. I think John Ruddy was perfect for that. Yeah, I mean, you... <sighs> You look at it, I think really the um, demand of air, command of area rather is good and his distribution at times is very good. Um, yeah. there, there have been a couple of comments about uh, Rudy, you know, possibly being, you know, a Premier League goalkeeper. Do you think he's had enough to, to knock Rui off his perch at the moment? I don't know. I don't know. It's a, <laughs> to, to be honest, no, I don't know. I, I don't think so. Rui's been pretty average this season, but I don't know. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a shout. To be fair, I mean, you can see why people would say, you know, particularly with the crosses and the aerial presence. But as a shot stopper, I, I don't know. They, I think Patricio is 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 a far better shot stopper. But yeah. again, you do have, you do have to look at what the weaknesses are at the moment, and it's it's conceding goals from aerial play. So. Yeah, uh, before we move on, big thanks to uh, Richard there for becoming a Talking Walls member as well. Hey. Um, yeah, we've got a uh, obviously new signing that came in this morning as well, Tom Willian Jose, coming on loan with an option to buy. Uh, what are your thoughts on, on that? Do you think he could be the man to help catapult Wolves back up the league? Um, well, I've had a, I had a look at him. Um, I'd previously had a look at him because I think we were linked with him a while ago. Uh, I think it was couple of transfer windows ago i'm sure we've been linked with him before yeah um <clears throat> and i think that was for a permanent um i like the look of him I, I do like the look of him i think it's pretty obvious that he is in the jimenez mold uh but he's more of uh he's sort of like a crossbreed between jimenez and Giroud. Uh, yeah. in the sense he, he's a lot more of a physical target man whereas jimenez is a, is a lot more slight he's more of a he's more of a technically gifted uh center forward um, I'm looking forward to him. He looks like a good physical presence. He's definitely going to be able to, the ball's definitely going to stick with him. Yeah. Um, he looks good in the air. His positioning is really good. Seems to always get in between centre backs really easily. I've seen a lot of the clips. He just finds space behind in between centre backs or centre back and a full back if the the defence is not uh is not you know in shape properly. So yeah, no, definitely seems good. He's got a decent goal scoring record. Um, was it like 62 in 170 or something? Yeah, he's got a good record. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got six this season scored two in his last game two good goals as well if you look at what we're looking at the first one perfect cross whipped in peels off his man gets it in we've had so many finish as well. yeah it's finish to, to, to slide that in, in with the, the, the way that he positioned his body was uh, was pretty impressive and to be honest the fact that we've put so many crosses in this season I think he's going to suit as well and the second one I mean that's just he's just clinical outside the box straight into the bottom corner. We need that. We need someone who's going to take shots. And I don't feel like we have enough players like that at the moment. So, yeah. excited to see him. It really, really excited to see him. I think it's going to be a huge lift. It's it's a bit, it reminds me a bit of the Afobi deal um, when we went up, where things started to just looking like they were just petering out up, a bit up front. And then that one player comes in and it's, it's that little boost that you need. Yeah. So, I mean, someone that has mentioned there about Patrick Catrone, it's strange at the at the moment for him. Obviously, mm. he's come back uh, from Fiorentina. Uh, wh- what do you think with his current situation? has been linked with a move back to Italy, especially now we've brought William Jose in. Do you think we, we should let him go or do you think he could be a useful squad player for us for the remainder of the season? 
I don't see why bringing in one player means that we have to get rid of another. I think Wolves have been very much like that the past few seasons in the sense that we sign a player and then sell one. So we've that's why our squad depth has never obviously been amazing because we'll sell our right back and then bring in another right back. So we sold Doherty and then brought in Samedo instead of keeping Doherty and signing Samedo as competition for Doherty. And I think yeah. that that's <clears throat> I think that that's sort of just what we've come to expect. I personally would keep him. Um, I know everyone was slating him and Fabio Silva uh, after the Chorley game um, because they were just so ineffective. But like I said, one, they were too similar. Two, they've got no service. I mean, what are you, what can you really do as a forward if your team's sat, you know, 10 men behind the ball pretty much? Um, mm. So I think we should keep Catrano. Yeah. I think there's, what's the point in getting rid of him? If Willian Jose, God forbid, gets injured, then we're, again, we're stuck with Fabio Silva. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's what is the point in getting rid of him? Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that as well. Um, there's loads of comments coming in as well. Um, Richard Park, I'd assume this is a relative of yours. It's my dad. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he comments on a lot of this stuff as well. When are you going to wear yeah. your Talkie Wolves t-shirt? <laughs> That's a good point, you know. That is a good yeah. point. Um, Which one? Was, are the Grand Theft Grand Porto Theft, one? Grand Theft Porto, yeah. I was supposed to wear it for today, but I've just completely forgot. We had our fire alarm going off from 6 till 11 this morning. <laughs> um and I've just I woke up from a nap at like five. So <laughs> it's been like, yeah. Uh, a good one here. Obviously, the, the Catrone uh, comment again, but Matinho, he had a he had a weird and, and strange evening last night. Do you think that's it for him? Do you think his legs have, have sort of finally gone? Or what do you think I, about I, his situation? I specifically brought him up in my fans' react about how poor he was. He's been really poor for the past few weeks. I don't know what's happened to him. Um, but yeah, it's, I think. I think, ironically, Michael Bibb brought it up. He's, he's lost his leg. When he loses possession, he's very, very rash. Um, his passing was awful. He set pieces. Oh, my God. He set pieces are atrocious. Uh, absolutely atrocious. But even in the Premier League, the stupid short corner thing that we do, we barely ever beat the first man. Um, the, the, so the thing is, though, I don't know if that's... It's, I think it's his crossing because he did one yesterday. Yeah. He did like a flat cross. Did you see it? And he's he just cr- went, he's it's going to be the first. I didn't understand what he tried to do. He's he's not like Neves in that sense. I think for me, Neves is actually a good cross of the ball. He's putting some brilliant, like the for example, you know, we talk about um, the Everton game when we first got promoted. That ball for Jimenez for the second goal. That's the sort of thing that a wing you'd expect a winger to put in. Matinho can't do that. He's very much a sort of recycling midfielder, gets the ball, wins possession back, recycles it, plays it up, dictates the tempo of the team. Whereas, yeah, on set pieces, I just don't. He's just, why is he on set pieces? It's like when we had Saiz on set pieces. It, for me, it just doesn't really make it. doesn't really make any I, sense. I got that. I remember the, the Saiz one was because he'd scored a, a really good free kick in training, right? And um, then it, it, I think the game after it was Leicester. This was last year or possibly the season before. Yeah. And Schmeichel had obviously seen it because Schmeichel, I think Sage just, he didn't hit it over the wall. He just hit it straight, sort of straight, full power. Yeah. And Schmeichel, right, moved away from his wall and just stood there because he knew Sage, what Sage was going to do. And Sace hit it literally straight at Schmeichel. Whereas for me, if I'm looking at that, because Neves was stood there with him, Neves should go, right, let me have this, because look at his position. I'll just dink this yeah. over the wall and we score. And then he did take one recently, didn't he, Sace? I think it went straight into the wall, the most recent one. So yeah, just... it's obviously the stuff that's going on in training is why, you know, it, it's happening on the field. But 
the stuff yesterday, the Keanu Hoover, when Matinho passed it to Keanu Hoover, it was a dreadful pass, but just some of the, yeah. just some of the situations and set pieces, it, it, it just let us down, didn't it? Yeah, we, we really need to make use of set pieces. I remember in the championship, uh, genuinely, we were so good from set pieces. And the, obviously, that was, you know, it was Barry Douglas. was His set piece delivery was unbelievable. Yeah. Um, you know, that was probably part of the reason I would have kept him. But, yeah, you know, Johnny has been a... Johnny, you know, has proved himself to be a, a pretty good replacement, although he did lose a lot going forward in terms of set pieces. Um, but, yeah, no, I, th I think... Um, to be honest, I was pretty happy with with the performance overall. I think things have calmed down a lot recently on on Wolves Twitter. Although there were still quite a few people annoyed at the performance last night. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm just happy to be through Southampton in the next round. That is going to be a really really tough game. I'm Would you sure prefer them or Arsenal? I mean, they're both difficult ties, aren't they? That's a good question. Um, I really don't know because normally I would say Arsenal. Because uh, our record against them is quite decent, but they're just in really. This is their tournament, though, isn't it? As well, well this yeah, is their this tournament. Is, this is their sort of thing, yeah. So I don't know. I think Southampton is doable if we nullify. If yeah. we nullify, if we nullify Ings, and you nullify Southampton, in my opinion. Yes, they've got other good players, but he is really the sort of the main focal point. Although Gineppo is decent as well. Um, they've yeah. got some good. They do have some very good players. War Prowse, I genuinely think War Prowse could be our thorn. How good he is at set pieces. Um, it's like when with Sam, uh, Samuel Jai, I did a, I, I sort of did, a, I sort of did like an unofficial bet with my friends before the match. I said, I bet you Ajayi scores because I could just see it coming like a corner or a long throw or something. I could just see him beating any of our defenders, and obviously that was a case. Mm. So I, I think War Prowse is going to be a, a tricky one. Yeah, um, but yeah, we got South. I think it's the same week we play them in the league. Actually, we get play them back to back. Uh, yeah, play them on the weekend yeah. in the league and then in the FA Cup. And looking ahead to Chelsea, Tom, are you confident ahead of that game? Uh, do you um, think, we'll, like you said earlier on, is it is it the game? You know, we'll stick with five at the back in. Do you know what? I think it's a really good chance to get back to winning ways. Um, Chelsea have been really out of sorts recently. Don't look confident at all. I mean, Lampard is sort of in the same position as Nuno, really, where You've got a lot. You've got fans that are still backing him, but you've got a lot of fans that are starting to maybe question him. Um, it's yeah, you know, it's sort of what happens at Chelsea every couple of years, anyway. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I'm feeling pretty confident. Um, surprisingly, uh, I've seen a few people comment on Twitter posts and things like that, saying that the players have maybe stopped playing for Nuno. Uh, I would probably say that's not the case. Um, I can see why people say, but no, I genuinely think we, we do have a decent chance. I think we beat them last time. Um, I think we've got a chance to, to beat them this time, definitely. I think we just, um, hopefully we're going to have Pedence back. I don't know how, it looks like he's back in training, so it looks like he might be back soon. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Um, I'm, I'm feeling as though this could be one of those results that we just win because it's Wolves and that's what we do. We beat the big boys. <laughs> we beat the we beat the big teams when we're playing well and then lose to Huddersfield. Yeah, that was the thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, Tom, it's uh, been great having you back on. Obviously, Tom uh, can catch him often on the uh, Fans React and on the Talking Wolves web, uh, website with a written piece as well. I'll let you enjoy the rest of your weekend, mate. And I'll, uh, Cheers, I'll catch you, you very, very soon, mate. See you later. Yeah. Take care, everyone.
Well then, that was Tom Parker. Big thanks to him again uh, for jumping on the final word. As always, guys, fantastic to hear your views and your questions and comments. I'll be trying my best uh, to flag them up where relevant. And again, big thanks to uh, Richard for joining as a, what I like to call us, talking all season to get older. <laughs> um, next guest coming up now, we've got Tom Rouse. Uh, Tom, how you doing, mate? Good evening. Uh, hello, Dave. Thank you for having me on the, the final word. Um, no I would like to talk to. I mean, if I know we have won, but it doesn't feel yeah. like a win still. But you know, it's nice to be back on this program. Yeah, it's a, it's it's a weird one. It's a weird one. Like I said to Tom right at the start, I'm not sure if you caught it. I said there's there's two ways I think people can look at this. We've come out with a clean sheet of winning. It seems like no injuries, but at the same time, we're only scoring one goal and not threatening a non-league t- team whatsoever. <laughs> what what's your take on it? I mean. That is the absolute basic minimum from a game against Chorley that you would expect. Uh, but, you know, we were hoping for a lot more. We were hoping for, you know, to see some attacking impetus, to see some goals, to see Fabio Catroni, you know, show what they can do. Mm-hmm. But it, it left me feeling even worse about the plight of our club at the minute than give me any sort of positive uh, thoughts at all. Just watch, watching Tom then, and he, you know, I don't want to slag him off. He seems like a really nice lad, but I don't know where he's getting his positivity from for the <laughs> Chelsea game. <laughs> I mean, there was nothing in that game against Chorley that I thought, oh, do you know what? Yeah, if we do that, just, you know, tighten up a little bit, then we'll beat Chelsea. I thought we're going to get absolutely tanked if we play anything like this in the Premier League. Because even the shot that we had that we scored from, a professional goalkeeper saves that every single day of the week. Uh, and we were we were outplayed and out, you know, we were <laughs> outperformed by plumbers, electricians, and you know, PE teachers. <laughs> so I mean, yeah. So obviously, what, what do you think went wrong though? Why weren't the attackers? Was it the fault of the attackers? Was it the fault of the midfielders? Why weren't we creating enough chances last night? Uh. Well, all of the above and Nuno, the way that we play when we've got five at the back. So this is the, I know it's a big argument, you know, I keep saying we'll play four at the back, but then when we play four at the back, we lose and we look hopeless. Yesterday was the perfect time to play four at the back. You needed the extra man up front and get the ball through the phases and get them up into the attacking third more. Why? Uh, I can understand why you played five at the back yesterday. He was worried and didn't want to concede soft goals from big balls over the top. But we did see Bolly deal with that really well. So I, I can appreciate that's one very small positive. And we did look fairly secure, but we just don't create anything going forward at all. And mm. I think um, was just mentioned there. I think he's so, so weak at the minute in everything that he does. He just looks tired he looks like the player that we worried we were signing two or three years ago when he first came we were saying oh you know he won't have the legs and his legs have gone his first touch is gone there was a point where he got he received a throw anything from hoover and he just bounced off him and went out for a throw in again and he just it was sad to see such a great player you know not being able to just trap the ball it was awful mm. um so i think that's probably the problem just not having enough Creativity in midfield. If you look at the midfielders that we started with yesterday, Dendonk is quite defensively minded. Matinho, as I've mentioned. Um, and Vitinha, I, he played okay yesterday, but I don't think he, he didn't quite have the influence. And he's, he's still very he young. Sloppy. I thought he was quite he sloppy looked, at times as well. Yeah, there's a few people on Twitter saying that he played really well, but I didn't see it in that same way. He didn't have enough of an impact on the game. If you think about the players that everybody's talking about, it's John Ruddy and Bully Bolly. 
nobody mentioned Catroni or Fabio Silva. The commentators never mentioned them. And, you know, it just shows even the wing-backs. Hoover, I thought, started pretty well, but then just com- went dis- he disappeared in the second half because he was just on the back foot all the time. Same, same with A. Noreen. Move the side. I said I, I said last night, I think I could have played up front and I would have had the same amount of impact yeah. as, as Catrone yeah. or Fabio Silva because I just can't remember. You know, I think Catrone had a, a sort of a half chance, which I think he should have done better with uh, in the first half when I think mm. they donk laid it back, back across to him. Um, but... Yeah, it, it was just it was it was disappointing from an attacking sense. The fact that our only goal and our only shot of note really comes from thirty-five yards out, which, like you said, a, a, a you know a pro goalkeeper probably would have done better with. Um, yeah. And there was no other chances, was there? No clear-cut chances whatsoever. And I can't remember Catrone or Fabio Silva picking up the ball and linking up at all. No. And it was really sad as well to see. I joked at halftime to my dad. I said. Uh, watch us now. Shut up shop and just play for play to concede two. <laughs> and yeah. uh, it was exactly the same as every other game. Same as the Brighton game. Fortunately, we were playing against real non-league opposition, and they, you know, didn't have the quality up front to punish us. But we've just played the same against the Albion and against Brighton, and invited all this pressure on. And we were very lucky, I think, to get away with a one-nil win in the end, just because of, of the negative tactics. Yeah. So do you think William Jose is going to help us massively now? You know, we've needed a proper striker. We, we've realised, uh, Chaotic Rages has put about Raul as well. We, we've realised how much of a miss Raul has been. So do you think a big physical striker could be the answer to more scoring more goals? Uh, I hope so. Uh, I think we just need a different kind of striker. I think Catrone as... I mean, I wanted to mention Jason Guy at the beginning of the podcast because I watched your... I watched your uh, his, clip yesterday i've never seen him like that i've listened to his podcast regularly i've spoken to him when he sent oh it uh, but then he he reacted the same way on uh, i think he was on dazzling <laughs> days as well he was the exact same as well yeah i think we gonna make sure he's feeling okay today but uh <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah so it was just uh so coming back to william jose he uh i don't know we need something different up front fabio silva's not enough at the minute catrone's like like Jason was saying, I think that's why I brought him up. That he's just he's never really shown it. And I mean, yesterday was his, his chance. Really, if he can't score against Chorley, I think I said that the other day. If he can't score against Chorley, then we're really struggling. Uh, but on Willie and Jose, I'd bought him for Wolves actually on FM twenty one a yes. few months ago. And uh, but more as an attacking midfielder because obviously Jimenez is not injured in the game and he's sort of tucked in behind. Yeah, not a lot of goals in him on FM for me, uh, but. I mean, he's, his credentials line up pretty good. And, you know, you'd hope that they're, you know, the people who are doing those jobs, Dave, are pretty good at doing it, aren't they? Yeah, so you'd yeah, hope I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I did a football manager thing with him and it surprised me. Wolves played him a lot as a number 10. Uh, Wolves did get relegated mm. on that experiment, but we can uh, we don't need to talk about that. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't think he's going to be, I think Wolves even posted, it, it, it's unlikely that he's going to be in the squad for Chelsea, but uh, mm. next weekend, I think we've got uh, is it Palace next Saturday. So, mm. he, You'd expect he'll probably walk straight into the starting lineup after a few days training uh, with the with the squad. Um, let's see what, what people are saying. We can't rely on Willian Jose. All the lads need to start stepping up. I mm. think that's fair enough, isn't it? But we saw yesterday against Chorley how flat the game was. And Tom, as soon as Neto and Adama came on, when, especially Neto, whenever he got the ball, we were driving the ball 20 yards up the pitch every time. And we missed that sort yeah. of pace and power, didn't we? In fact, I'd forgotten about that because I'd lost interest in the game so much <laughs> at that point. That, but I do remember now Neto picking the ball up and running 60 yards or so with it. And that's what we've missed 
uh, oh, that's what we missed in the game yesterday. Just that, you know, drive that. I don't think Troyori played pretty well. I mean, the fact he couldn't yeah. get past the Chorley left back. He knocked him over once, and then the bench laughed at him. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, and then that was—I was so embarrassed by that. But I don't know what, how you felt. But I thought, you know, we're a Premier League team. This here's this player who's I been tapped. They were laughing, mate. They were—they thought yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I thought you, you know, proper Sunday league vibes that is. And uh, and we were we, we were completely. I mean, he was just in that left back's pocket. I thought, and they they just did the same trick. They doubled up on him, and he couldn't even he couldn't deal with it. He couldn't think. Right, there's two players on me. That must mean there's a Play spare back. player somewhere else. Let's just try and get rid of the ball quickly because we we you know we think back to the championship, and that's what I was thinking yesterday. Was in the championship, we were so successful because we could switch play so quickly, and teams couldn't deal with that. That's what we needed to do yesterday was just quick one ball out to the other wing and then we were in. But we were so slow and passing it backwards and passing back to the keeper against Blinking Chorley. Embarrassing. Yeah, I mean, the, the couple of times in the first half, especially when we sort of broke past them, I know it was rare, was when we did something similar to that. Cody picked out a couple of decent balls, to be fair. Um, but that was it, just switching the play quickly and they couldn't deal with it. And we just did not... I know the, uh, we have not really spoke about the pitch. I know the pitch wasn't fantastic. Do you know what? The pitch, the pitch was a lot better than I was than I thought it yeah. would be. Uh, you see, you've seen the pictures all through the week and you thought it was going to be an absolute mud bath. But... There was a bit of bobble on the ball, but it was, you know, the the ball was running pretty quickly and pretty smoothly. So, uh, players aren't even switched on. Pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Wolves get moving on to Chelsea. I know, like you said, you weren't too confident going into that game. Uh, Tom Parker said, you know, it'd be typical Wolves, I think. Do you think Lampard's going to get the better of us and, during the week? <clears throat> Well, I, I, you know, Billy, my friend who I do another podcast with, he is a Chelsea fan and he's more worried than we are about this game because they are, you know, they're almost in disarray at Chelsea because of all the money they've spent, all these top players that they brought in that have just not clicked at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think Frank, Frank Lampard's a brilliant tactician, but I don't think Nuno is at the minute either. Uh, so I think it's a it's a very interesting bal- battle. I think it's a lot closer uh, than... You know, some Wolves fans are pessimistically uh, predicting that it will be. Uh, we've just got to make sure that we def- defend resolutely. And I think five at the back will be the way to go. Even if it's a nil-nil draw, if we keep a clean sheet, then brilliant. But I, I can't see that happening. Uh, and I can see it being another very narrow defeat. And that's all that, that's all they are at the minute. We're not being battered in any games, but they're just all these narrow defeats and decisions going against us and luck not going our way. Uh, whereas you know in previous seasons they did go our way and uh, fortunately we're paying for it now. Yeah, and do you think Nuno will go? Well, what formation would you like to see him go for? I think it'd be, <laughs> I think it'd be naive to go four at the back. Yeah, uh, against Chelsea because of their attacking threat. Uh, I think we need. I think Cody. You could see Cody having more of an influence on the game as well, like we spoke about last week with him. You know being able to spray the balls out to the right-hand wing from his central position. You can't do that from the left channel. Uh, so I'd hope that Cody would have an influence. So I, d- and I don't think that two up front worked yesterday. I think that was I think that was a ploy by Nuno to give Catrone a good run of minutes and say, well, look, you've had your chance against Chorley. Off you go. Uh, so I'd exp- I mean, I don't know if Podence is going to be fit. Do we know that yet, Dave? I don't think, I don't think so. Not for... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, not for, not for Chelsea. Not for Chelsea, but he's he's a big miss as well because I would be tempted to, you know, try Neto in the middle and Podence out on the right with 
uh, sorry, opponents on the left and Adama on the right. Uh, yeah. uh, just just to try something different because Neto at the minute is our best player and the most likely to get goals. I know that he's very good at putting crosses in, but who's he putting crosses in for? He may as well just you know get in the middle and have a good go. Yeah, and it's Fabio Silva or Cotrone. I think there's one answer for this <laughs> Chelsea. Yeah, I mean it's a difficult I, question. I mean, neither of them really are showing any sort of signs of scoring. Um, I think probably the most likely to score would be Silva at the minute. So I would just, you know, for for the next game or so until uh, Willian is uh, available, I'd just stick with Silva for the short term. Yeah, and uh, well, fingers crossed we can get back to winning ways. I think it's going to be a tricky game. Pressure, a little bit of pressure maybe on both managers. But I mean, uh, what's what's Billy saying? Is this Lampard's last chance? If he drops one, uh, he... I think it's getting there. It's getting there for for Lampard. Yeah, I don't think he, I don't think he would get sacked. Um, I think he's only got a contract until the end of the season anyway. So I think that it, oh, okay. they've kind of accepted that if if they don't make the top four this season, then he'll definitely go. And they'll get some big name manager in in the summer then. But he, you know, the, he he sort of had a free hit last season because of the transfer ban, and then they performed beyond their expectations last season, and then gave him all this money this season. And it's, <laughs> he's just battered up the wall. Yeah, yeah. Well, fingers crossed, balls can turn up. Tom, it's been fantastic having you on again. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, no mate. And uh, I'm sure we'll talk to you next time. See you later, mate. So up. See ya. All right, guys, that was Tom Rouse. And we'll move on to our next guest. Apologies there. I know Finn Games, uh, you got timed out. That was accidental, so apologies for that. Uh, guys, keep your questions coming in as well. Our next guest coming up, we've got uh, Mr. Ryan Lester. Ryan, how are you keeping? Not bad, Dave. How are you? Yeah, very good, mate. Very good, thank you. Thanks for coming on as well. Um, obviously, after yesterday's victory over Chorley, uh, what are your thoughts on that win? 1-0, through to the next round, clean sheet, but, you know, it's... I think a few fans aren't too happy with the attacking display that we showed yesterday. Yeah, I mean, I was I was quite upset about the performance last night. I mean, of course, the main aim in any cup competition is just to get through regardless of what happens. But you can't ignore the fact playing a, a sixth-tier side, such yeah. a placid and soft performance, particularly going forwards. I don't think... I mean, Wolves did defend well, but should they be defending and inviting on a six-tier side so much? John really played well, Willie Bolly, but they should be playing well in that game. So, of course, I'm happy. Southampton at home. Let's bring that on. But there's, there's some big alarm bells last night for me in that performance. Um, the, the two up front, I felt a little bit sorry for Fabio because, I mean, he, he did well against Albion in the first sort of 55 minutes. He was probably Wolves' best player last weekend, but... Last night, he was isolated against a, a big physical side. Catroni was just completely anonymous. Yeah. Um, Vettina's goal was fantastic, but he was he was picking up the ball half the time, almost in the, in, like deep into his own half or on the halfway line. So I, I think Wolves were maybe a little bit disrespectful in terms of their team selection and underestimated them because just because they're non-league players doesn't mean they haven't got pace. And we had no... There was probably... Probably Hoover was Wolves' quickest player last night. There was like the one person that was going past people. Otherwise, Wolves were flat. And I've got to be honest, Dave, I really think Wolves got away with one last night. Don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm pleased with the result, but that's probably the only pleasing thing with a game. OK, well, maybe John Ruddy saves, but otherwise it's really hard to draw any positives from that. Yeah, I mean, and John Ruddy probably shouldn't be having to make those saves, like you say, against uh, no disrespect to Chorley, but a six-tier side. You wouldn't, you wouldn't be expecting really to make many of those last night. And the fact that 
I know a number of people I've spoken to had him as their man of the match. I mean, that speaks volumes, really. It's You shouldn't be relying on a defender or your goalkeeper to be man of the match in, in those sort of games, should you? Absolutely not. And it's it's good for John Ruddy because, let's be honest, in the last few cup games he's had, he's made his mistakes have been more regular than his good saves, to be honest. he's There's been a few sort of soft goals that he's conceded. So last night, he really, Wolves can be thankful for him and and the returning form of Willy Bolly. But again, they, they should be playing well, but should we really, really be inviting on a team of the sixth tier to come in? We've got a 1-0 lead. And even in the first half before we had the goal, it wasn't that good. I think there was some more harsh lessons last night for that squad and for Nuno. Some of his reserve players maybe aren't as good as we as we thought they were. I mean, I, I don't want to take any credit away from Chorley because they were really good in terms of statistics, chances created, balls in the box. They were probably better than Wolves. I mean, yeah. there's, only, there's only one stat that counts at the end of the day, but Wolves got away one last night. One shot on target from 35 yards. I'm not going to take any away anything from the strike because it was a great goal. But I think most, I'd expect championship and above keepers to be stopping that. Um, mm-hmm. it, was probably, it, it was a late swerve and it was a great hit, but... Wolves got away with one. I mean, very, very, very lucky last night in the end. I'm, I'm happy we got away with it, but will we learn the lesson from that? Because we cannot disrespect teams like that again. I mean, I was angry enough against Stoke and last, but <laughs> in it, for a club like Wolves that probably aren't in a relegation battle, I know it's close there, but Cups should be the priority because, and I'm quite a bit older than you, Dave, but I mean, I've seen the Wolves in a semi final, I think it was like 96 or 98 against. Arsenal at Villa Park. Yeah. Um, obviously, we had the semi-final a couple of years ago back, which was we were really unfortunate. But we've, we've, that, that's that's in, in my 30, 31, 32 years of going de- going to Molyneux, That's as good as he's got. So we we want to take these cups seriously. I mean, I've, I've been watching the uh, the Man City game. Yeah. Oh, great! If Man City go out, that's a real opportunity for us. But <laughs> of course, the uh, they turned it round in the end. But um, that, that last night does raise some some big concerns for me um but obviously against Southampton I'm, I'm expecting strongest team there's no no exceptions now I mean got to take it very seriously yeah I think a, a good time it'll be interesting I think the Chelsea game I think that's a, almost you know it looks like Wolves are going to revert back to the back five I think that is a, a perfect time to judge it really it's hard to tell after yesterday's performance I know we don't know what Nuno has said before the game or at half-time if he's literally said to them, look, let's get a goal and then let's just relax so, you know, we don't get any injuries or, or whatever. But I think to try and get the fans back on side almost, because, I mean, you've seen it on social media the last couple of weeks, fans are starting to slowly turn. Um, I think, you know, everyone wanted to go at, and see games. I mean, we saw it today, West Ham against a half-decent Doncaster side, knocked four goals past them. David Moyes was bringing on kids and even subbed his goalkeeper to bring on a kid at, uh, uh, in the 70-80th minute. Uh, and I think that's what Wolves fans wanted. But like you said earlier on, it, it was a little bit flat. And I think I said it on my match reaction yesterday, we've... We've not really got a quick striker, have we, at all? The last time I remember was Nuadiko. And he was, you know, when he was fit, he was so difficult to defend against. Jimenez isn't rapid, but he's clever with what he does with the ball. Whereas Silver and Catrone, especially, it almost looks like that. Well, Catrone looks like a headless chicken at the moment. She doesn't know what to do when they get the ball. I mean, Catrone, there was a little bit of me that feels sorry for, for him, but... I don't care what your fitness levels are. If you've been, if you've not been carrying injury, and you play against a six-tier side as a twenty million pound striker, I'm expecting you to at least hold the ball up, bring the people into play because he's not quick. But 
the impact, his impact on the game was pretty much zero. At least, mm-hmm. I know Fabio wasn't good, but he was getting in positions to win free kicks and trying to link the play. I mean, he worked great. He, 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 well, he makes it look like he works hard as well, Fabio. He does yeah. a lot of running, to be fair, off the ball. Yeah, yeah he's. I, I like Fabio. He was really, he was really good last week in what was a terrible weekend, and and then there's lots of stats going around. There's people like, like all, all the all the big centre forwards hadn't scored. I mean, for me, a stri- young striker is getting the team 18, 19. A centre forward, a big guy who links and holds up the play. Those, I mean, look at Calvert Lewin. What was his breakthrough season? It was twenty three or twenty four by the time he got actually got in the it's side? Taken him a few well, yeah, it's taken. Well, even now he's been playing two or three years on and off for Everton. It's taken him four or five years before he started scoring often. So, well, I mean. Wasn't so long so long ago for you, but what was you doing when you were eighteen and a half? So you, no, you, exactly, yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean. So yeah. I, I like Fabio and, and good things are to come. But um, I hope we learned some. We, we got away with one, and there's some some big lessons to be learned from la- from from last night. Big lessons. Yeah, and looking ahead to the game against Chelsea, do you think? I mean, we saw it yesterday. The back five. Do you think that's what Nuno is going to start with against yeah, Chelsea? Yeah, you did mention that. Um, I, I'm in the minority, and I would actually prefer Wolves to go with a four. Um, okay. Now, if it is a four, then that's probably going to mean dropping the captain because he can't play in a four. Now, I'm more than happy for him to, and this isn't about Conor Cody, but I think if Wolves have tried a four a few times, I mean, I've, I've mentioned on a few tweets that you might have seen the Arsenal game away, four, two, three, one, the last 20 minutes against Southampton, the Spurs game, when we played four, two, three, one, Wolves actually looked quite good. And that, that was with, and no disrespect to him, Connor Cody is a centre-back who isn't the best defender. So why don't we try it with actual two? Say he's an international centre-back and, no, and, and now he's Bolle. Why not give it a go? We're, mm. Let's face it, we're expecting to lose at Chelsea. Um, however, it is a good time to go and play them. Like you said, new guy's probably not going to get a chance to play. So it'll be Fabio again. And that, that's, that's going to be tough for him. Big, strong centre-backs there. So it's, it's not going to be ideal, but... I'm reluctant to use the term free hit, but on Tuesday I'm expecting nothing. So I, w- I always think that attack is the best form of defence. So why not have a go with them? Why not play Bettina in the number 10? Have Dendonka and Neves holding, Bolly and Sace together and have a go. If we're expecting to lose, if we defend, I know a lot of people said we defended well last night, but we're hanging on. It was good saves and blocks against Sixteen. Chelsea will destroy us if we play like that. We can't take that chance. I'd rather go to Chelsea, lose three one or four one, and had a go, and then sit in, tuck in, lose three nil and done nothing. Because if we tuck in like we did last night, we'll get absolutely slapped. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's fair. But like you say, those games—it's very rare that we see Wolves actually go out all out attack. But that game when we were chasing it against Southampton, like you say, and against Arsenal, which we had no right against Arsenal to attack like that. But we were we were unbelievable. That was you know so good, especially that first half. Um, we were so good. Um, and and even obviously after the unfortunate injury of Raul, you know, you'd probably expect. I, I felt at that point, you know, this game's a write off because it's going to have shook the players up so much. But the, the confidence, especially Pedence's goal, to sort of scoop over yeah. the defender to score that. That scoop was that skill. Is that we've missed him in that number ten, and he's a yeah. different kind of number ten to probably what Vatina is. But I genuinely believe we've Neto, Adama, and Pedence playing there. Uh, they, they can that, they, those can hurt most teams. So why not have a go? Yeah, Pedence won't be ready for tomorrow night, but I'd rather see Wolves be positive and have a go because. From, I don't want Wolves to play that five if it's going to be like that because it needs to be positive. Yeah, we'll have more pace in the team, but it, it's a real concern to me now. I think Wolves have... I think the days might be done in the long term for the five at the back, to be honest. It just doesn't... 
when was the last time I played well with five at the back that you can remember? And we thought we were really good today. Yeah, I mean, it's rare, isn't it? I mean, we, we rely a lot on counter-attacks. It's very rare we go into a game. I think that's what, obviously, Nuno wanted to change this year. But I think he's almost tried to do it too soon or the wrong season because we didn't have a pre-season, did we? And he chucked, chucked the four at the back in sort of five or six games into the season. Obviously, unfortunately, lost Jimenez. I think we would have done so much better with that system with Jimenez. A proper striker with the likes of Pedenza, Neto and Adama in behind. I think, you know, we, we could have been laughing in some of the games we've played. Um, but I think as soon as two or three games went and you realise it's not working without your main striker, you probably should have, possibly should have gone back to the back five. But you are right. There's there's not been a game where we've started a back five in a long while, which we've dominated and deserved three no, points. No, I, 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 can, I can understand. And it, it, it's probably me being, maybe being a little bit ambitious, but... I, I don't. I, I think we've tried it for so long. But we've not actually tried it with two centre backs. And like I said, this, that's yeah. not. That's not like a, a, a pop at Cody, but he's not. He's not a centre back. So let's give it a go because the, the team's progress is more important than any one single player. Obviously, if it's five at the back, he's the first name on the team sheet. But in a four, he's absolutely not. And I'd like to see us give it a go. I don't really see why we wouldn't. I mean, there, there is some concern the last few games, but again, we've we've not seen it with two centre backs. And although I keep, I keep repeating it. Those that, that minutes against Arsenal, against um, Southampton chasing the game, and against Spurs when we were pushing, we were pushing for the winner. Wolves look good in that setup. They look good and dangerous, and they push teams back. So, Wolves for me now the best strength. Neto, Adama, let's unleash them. Let's be a little bit more positive. I mean, I don't want yeah. us to go gung ho and get slapped, but we can easily play that four two three one, tucking as a five four one when we're defending, and have a go. But let's be positive and be a bit braver. What do you think about the situation? I mean, the two central midfielders there. It, it, what are your thoughts on Martino after? I mean, not just yesterday's performance, but he's sort of been up and down throughout the whole season. Really, what what are your thoughts been on him recently? Yeah, it's I almost feel like I'm 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 a bad, a bad mouth in my my sweetheart when I talk about <laughs> and his first season at Wolves and most of his second season he was he was like the best player I'd probably ever seen playing for Wolves. It was just easy and it was just. He was. He, he made the simple things look beautiful. The simple pass, he was great. But he had a couple of games when he's. I think I can't remember the game we played. Uh, he played in midfield with Neves, and we won. It might have been Palace in the cup. I think we played quite well that night. Um, I think we played two in centre midfield, and he played well. So he still got it. But I think we need to protect him a little bit. But if we want the best out of him, we can't be playing him week in, week out. And it's two games a week. He just. He, it's almost like he's losing his quality, so maybe wrap him up a little bit more. But if we start a two in midfield, I think it has to be Neves and Donka for me now because yeah. I prefer another reason to have Neves in a, in the team is if Wolves have got a back four and he's sitting in front of the back four, I actually think he's a bit better there when he's got more space where it looks a bit crowded. When he's got the yeah. three centre-backs and Cody's next to him, he's almost they both do the same thing there. So yeah, it's okay. almost like one of them redundant and you've got two people. And it felt like a bit like that last night. I know it wasn't... It wasn't Neves playing last night, but there's almost too many bodies with no space. And you look when you could be pushing your full backs up a little bit higher and having two centre backs, two centre backs and one holder. So, Matinho, I'm reluctant to badmouth him because he's been absolutely brilliant. But if it, would, would I pick him to start as a holding two against Chelsea? I, I wouldn't. I think he has to play in the three if there's three in midfield. I don't think it'll be three in midfield if Adama. Fabio and uh, Neto are all fit. Um, but if it's a three, I think he still starts in a two. I, I don't think we can start him in there anymore if they're 14. Yeah. 
available. Well, like you say, even if I know you were sort of uh, wanting to see a lot more of the back four, if you're playing a back four with Dendonka or Neves, you could have either of those as almost like a halfback. Like you say, when you're defending, use one of those as another defender because Neves either can sit just in, in front and if Bolly says, so have you got centre-back, knocks in the ball, like you say, he's in the middle of the pitch, you know, to spray those balls out. Or even someone like Dendonka who can play centre-back, almost slotting in there as well. So there's a lot of options there if you want to stick with the back four. Well, that's what, it means obviously a, a different level, but that's what Spurs did a few years ago when they had Eric Dyer sitting in midfield. He would he would drop back into the middle of the centre-backs. The full-backs would push up then. And it was almost like the full-backs are wing-backs. And that's what yeah. I, I, I envisage for Wolves. I mean, it's defensively, Samedo and Aitnori probably don't look the best, but going forward is what they're good at. So, and I, w- I would say this about being positive as well. If, if we look at Aston Villa's squad and West Ham's squad, on paper, are they any better than Wolves? But they've been rewarded for their positivity. I mean, yep. their fullbacks get high up. They've been attacking football. Their fullbacks overlook. They get up. Why can't we do the same? Let's. The best form of defence is attack, and I'd like to see a little bit more of that from Wolves. Yeah, yeah. And uh, finally, new signing this this morning, uh, Ryan William Jose. Happy enough with that? Really happy. Um, as mentioned about Jimenez, we've really missed that physical presence. He doesn't look quite as mobile as Jimenez, but he looks strong. He knows where the goal is. He's good in the air. And Neto has put a lot, and, and Adama, to be fair, has put a few decent balls in the box recently. We've been crossing yeah. in. And I don't think Fabio's quite caught the bulk to sort of bustle through and, and charge through and put a header in or slide it in at the far post. Whereas this guy, what's he, six foot one, six foot two? He's, he's a big, big boy. Yeah. I think. Consistent. I, th- I saw a tweet earlier on. I think he's one of four players to only cons- cons- score double figures in the um, in the Spanish league the last four years. So yeah. he knows where the goal is. They're doing well this year. Two great goals to sign off with. A, a poacher's goal <laughs> on a great finish. So if, if we can feed him, that's going to take us up the pitch as well. Because like I said, we have been playing. We've been hitting it. It's not really been sticking. Apart from against Albion a little bit when Fabio was really up for it. The balls get coming back. And if you've got someone like that up front, then you're going to get more from Neto, more Adama. You get your four backs up and play four at the back. Yeah, there you go. Ryan, get <laughs> Nuno, if you're listening, there you go. That's the, that's the system. Ryan, it's been a pleasure, mate, uh, having you on. Hopefully, we'll see you again soon. Thanks for uh, having me. And enjoy the rest of your weekend, mate. See you later. Hey, pal. Cheers. Uh, big thanks to Ryan there uh, for, for helping out here on the, the final word, giving his thoughts. He's a big advocate of the back four. Uh, guys, uh, big thanks for the support, obviously, on uh, today's stream so far. Like Richard said, uh, get hitting that like button uh, down below. Celtic Rager, Wolves are a counter-attacking team, which means defending most of our games and breaking the score. That's how we've played since day one. Yeah, but even us, we aren't defending very well. So we need to start scoring more goals and, and, and seeing how we can get on. Uh, we'll move on to our... Uh, Next guest now, we've got Mr. Harry Mansell. Harry, uh, good evening. Oh, I like your T-shirt, mate. There you go. Grand Theft Porto. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, uh, how you doing? Yeah. How, how you keeping? Really good, mate. Uh, just uh, still a bit bored after watching last night's game. <laughs> I mean, is this, is this the new camera that you've been teasing to me? Nah, I'm actually on my laptop today, mate. Oh, the right. first time I saw the comments saying, look, I was in a microwave, so I thought I'd make uh, <laughs> on my laptop. <laughs> No problem, mate. Uh, well, yeah, you said you were bored after yesterday's performance. I'd assume you're not too happy with that attacking display from Wolves or lack of nah, attacking. Mate, like, when I saw uh, Catrone and Fabio Silva's up front, I was like, how many are we going to get? Like, how many is it going to be? Five, six? I thought we were going to do what like Spurs did against Marine, but they were shocking, weren't they? Both of them. Um, great strike from Virginia. 
Really good, but I agree. I think uh, Ryan just said there, I agree. The keeper probably should have saved it, but still a great strike. Can't take it away from him. And just honestly, mate, boring to watch, wasn't it? And second half, we're playing a team, what are they, six leagues below us? And they yeah. definitely deserve to equalise. And we were hanging on a bit. And I liked, I liked the fact, I know this is a bit controversial because at first I was one who wanted the four at the back. But because it hasn't been working, we've had the injuries, no Raul. We need to go back to what we know and be boring and go five at the back again. So I'm glad he did that because we need to go back to that to stop shipping goals. But even with that formation, we've still got to be scoring like at least three or four against against a team like that last night. And it's so disappointing we didn't. Yeah. What, the re what was the reason though, Harry? Do you think Nuno just told, you know, Nuno put the handbrake on from minute one because we didn't, I've said it a couple of times already today, one shot on goal that I know of, which was Vitinha. I think Catrone had a half chance earlier on, but mm. I can't remember another effort on goal. I can't remember us testing their goalkeeper whatsoever. I don't know. I actually don't know. Like Honestly, if you was like an alien from outer space and you were watching that game, you would never know the distance between the teams, would you? You have no clue. Well, if you said one of them was Premier League, you probably would have said it was Chorley. <laughs> Exactly, yeah. And I mean, you've got to give a shout out to John Ruddy. He, he pulled off some good saves. I've, I've given him so much stick over the last few seasons. Like, Obviously, he was a hero in the championship, but some of his performances in the FA Cup and the League Cup have been shocking, really. But So fair play to him. But we shouldn't be talking about him against a team like Chorley. So. And I've got no answers for why we didn't score more goals, mate. Honestly, I, I agree. I've heard you talking about Moutinho. It's sad to say, but like he's one of the best players I've ever seen at Molyneux. But I think his old age is slowly catching up with him now. Like it's something out right there at all. He's been really poor this season, in my opinion. So you're talking about the back five. Uh, is that the formation you go back with Chelsea? How would you play? Would you play with three in the middle or two in the middle and the two wingers? Uh, I think I prefer the two wingers. I do with the yeah, one striker. I do. I prefer the two wingers. Um, obviously, we brought on the big boys, didn't we, towards the end against Chorley <laughs> to try and get a, another, which is mad to say. So, Brick, mate, obviously, they'll start. Um, Chelsea are obviously in a rut themselves. But, yeah, mate, five at the back. Go back to the old ways. Try and get a bit more consistency in our plate. We know, I know there was a worry we might get dragged into the relegation battle, which we could, like, if there's an absolute disaster. But I think if we go back to that, get a few injuries back. And obviously, the new lads, obviously, Dave, you'll know a lot more. Than me, I kept calling him William. I kept calling him William, not William. So I kept getting that wrong. But yeah, Jose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've seen William <laughs> <laughs> I kept calling him William. Yeah, you know what I'm like with foreign names. I just can't pronounce them. But hopefully he can be good, mate. 29 years old, so you know he's not a young kid. We're getting in. Yeah, I hope it's good. Yeah, well, fingers crossed. It, uh, again, like I said a couple of times, I don't think he'll be uh, ready for the, the game against Chelsea. I know a couple of people have asked about the T-shirt that Harry's wearing, by the way. It was Talking Walls merchandise, and it's currently not available anymore. Maybe in the future uh, it'll be out. But Harry, Harry's got a limited edition T-shirt on right there. Um, but, yeah, William, uh, William, you made me say William now. William, <laughs> uh, it. Um, so what do you think that means for Catrona, Harry? You know, there's been rumours that a couple of teams in Italy want him again. Do you think Wolves would be daft to let him go or do you think he's not good enough and Nuno should get rid? I think he'll be gone, yeah. Um, I think he's not even settled. I think he lives in a hotel, doesn't he? I've heard. Yeah. So he's just come back for a quick fix and he'll be gone again. It's, there's no secret he wasn't settled last time, was he? Like, obviously, he's not, his English isn't the best. Um, fair play to him. He's come back in. He's tried, hasn't he, when he's played. But 
he just hasn't worked. And let's be honest, Nuno got rid of him the first time because he, I don't think Nuno thought he was good enough. Um, the fans loved him because of his songs and he puts in effort and he cried against West Ham. So that like <laughs> endeared him to the fans a lot. <laughs> but I think he'll be gone now this new lad's in and I hope he's good. But it's a shame because I'd love, it, it'd be really good if someone like Catrone was a baller and like was banging goals in because the connection the fans would have with him would be so good, I think, anyway. I mean, we we spoke a lot about the fans, Harry, especially last week, about the, the sort of impact it's having mm-hmm. on Wolves. Um, and even against that game against West Brom, I know a couple of people have mentioned it as well on on the on the comments over the last week or so about how much this club... And I even saw a Liverpool fan actually tweet, you know, after they'd lost, lost to Burnley. He put, I don't think uh, any club is missing their fans more than us, as in Liverpool. So, mm. I, I, which obviously I don't quite agree with, but I think a lot of teams... Are struggling without the fans at the moment, especially Nuno. We are his twelfth man, aren't we? Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. We said it. Oh, I said it last time I was on. We just given that push. It seems, and it when we've come back from behind a lot, which is because of the fans, really, especially at Molyneux. And I, obviously, it didn't matter too much against Chorley because how many would we have took? A few hundred, probably. Not even yeah. that because it's a small crowd. So. Would be more difficult with fans there. To be fair, if we played like yeah. that. And another thing I want to say as well, Dave, like because the big issue before the game was about the pitch, wasn't it, against Chorley? So I was being a bit like, well, if the pitch is boggy, fair enough, just dig deep and get the win. But when I saw the pitch on telly, I could be completely wrong about this, by the way, it looked all right, didn't it? And we, were, we had a lot of possession. We are passing it around well. So for me, that makes it even worse that we didn't score more goals because we had no excuses. You know what I mean? Like, for me, I thought the pitch didn't look too bad. But I don't know what you thought. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we we not the ball right. There was a couple of bubbles, but it was I don't think you know, yeah. it's, it's not like the ball stuck. It's not as if it was waterlogged, you know what exactly. I mean? It, you know, yeah. the, the ball still moved. But I think the the main issue, and this is it, this is why it's gonna be interesting to see against Chelsea, is that goal for it. It was non existent on uh last mm. night. And you know, if we're gonna genuinely wanna go and win games for the rest of the season, we need to be threatening teams more than that. Look, I know when Neto and Traore came on, like I've said, they they, they pushed pushed us forward and so on. But I think it was the the lack of service for the strikers was worrying. Um, and I think we do rely on those wingers a lot. Aiton Ori and Keanu Hoover just didn't get high enough for me. I thought when I saw that lineup, I thought, Sam, we're playing five at the back, but it'll almost be like a three-two-four almost with like these two wing backs playing as two you know high wingers next to the strikers. And it just wasn't the case. And I think from minute one, really. Nuno probably said, right, let's get that goal and just chill out and slow it down. <laughs> but for fans, like, I've said it, for fans, that's not what we want to see, do we? When you're getting Chorley in the cup last last week or the week before, if we're all rubbing our hands together, thinking, right, we're going to see you score four or five goals here. Yeah, like, the thing is, we've always been a counter-attacking team, haven't we? And the big talk in pre-season was 4.0, four at the back, we're going to start attacking, have a lot of the ball and take it two teams. But the reality is, under Nuno, we're most effective when we counter-attack and against teams that sit back, even someone as low as Chorley, we couldn't break down for God's sake. So against Chelsea, hopefully they've got their tails up after having a bad run themselves and come at us and we can hit them on the counter like we used to do. Yeah. I mean, we did it against them at Molyneux, didn't we? Like we hit them on the break a few times, beat them 2-1. So that's that's our strength. And I think teams can slightly work us out sometimes and they do sit deep and they know we'll get frustrated. And then our set-piece defending is like horrendous, isn't it? So they target that. That's that's going to be their plan, Chelsea, probably. But I hope they come at us. Well, you heard Ryan towards the end of, of his segment there talking about, obviously, he's a big advocate for the back four and, and dropping Cody. Um, and then we spoke a little bit about Matinho. You know, 
what is the future for well for Matinho and this team at the moment? You know, is is he good enough to be playing week in week out for Wolves in the Premier League? Honestly, well, the way he's played lately, I'm going to have to say no. But I think he's going to have to be on the bench and maybe come on. It's a shame, really, because I, I don't know what's happened because he's mm. literally been our main man. You, some of the games, some of the performances you think he's put in, like the Man United quarterfinal and things like that, when he just runs the game and he's he, he's everywhere intercepting. It, it, like, he's just so sloppy at the moment. I don't get it. So for me, I mean, no, I don't think he he's going to be a starter. But whether Nuno actually does that and starts putting him on the bench is a different question, is it? I don't know if he'll uh, be willing to drop him. And, uh, I mean, there's about a week left of the transfer window. Do Wolves need to make any more moves, do you think? Or do you think, you know, that's going to be all for January? I mean, there's positions there, centre-back, possibly even another midfielder, isn't there, that Wolves could look hmm. to sign? But can, you, can you see us making any more moves? Well, well, we do, but I don't think we will. I'm quite shocked we've brought this lad in. I didn't think they were going to bring anyone in, but they have, so I'm happy with that. But I think we need at least another two, mate, to be honest, just to freshen things up. Like, like you say, a midfielder, a defender... But it won't happen, I don't think. We could be surprised, but I don't think it'll happen. Yeah, and I mean, we're finishing off there. Corey says straight facts onto Chelsea. Let's get behind this team as a really difficult situation. Back in Nuno all the way. Hopefully, uh, William Jose comes in and does well. Looks similar to a fit to Raul. I'm sort of glad. I know we, we won yesterday. I'm sort of glad that a little bit got rid of the rumours of Nuno in or Nuno out, Harry. Uh, we've not seen that too much but then unfortunately today there was a rumour that Rafa Benitez wanted to come back into management and I've seen people wanting Rafa Benitez I'll tell you now anyone watching Rafa Benitez would play more defensive football than what Nuno did so you know yeah. Yeah, I saw a couple of people mention him, him earlier um, as well but Harry it's been a pleasure having you on once again mate um, enjoy the rest of your weekend and I'm sure I'll catch you uh, very very soon mate have a good one yeah thank you Dave see a bit mate right, mate have a good one well, there we go. That was the final word for Chorley Nil. Wolves won an FA Cup victory. Of course, a few question marks over the performances and so on. If you ever want to get involved in the final word, be sure to let us know. Uh, you can get in contact with us on Instagram, Facebook or Twitter at Talking Wolves. And uh, until the next game, hopefully you guys enjoy the rest of your week. And uh, we'll be back for the game against Chelsea, where hopefully Wolves can get three points. Until then, guys, see you all very, very soon.